0: See, it is a priority podcast to me, so.
1: This is Irrational Confidence, a conversation about sports, technology, and entertainment. Okay, I'm ready whenever you are, I think.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. This is a podcast.
1: Mm -hmm. This is the show.
0: Apple show. Hey, uh, I would
1: like to thank Comcast for delaying the uh, the recording of this episode of Irrational Confidence
0: and probably causing some of our listeners to make irrational decisions about the what device they would purchase. I, I would think.
1: Well, thankfully, the people, the listeners that I've heard from have made have made surprisingly rational decisions. Mm. But still, it's a disservice to our listeners, to our many, many listeners.
0: It is. It is, yeah. and we apologize profusely for it.
1: We apologize on behalf of
0: Comcast. There we go. On behalf of their insolence. (laughs) Insolence. Stupidity. Yep. And utter lack of bandwidth.
1: They do do tend to, I don't know what they were doing the other night when we couldn't record because my internet was out, but they do tend to choose the most inopportune times to be out. Hmm. Like, I mean, come on. What time did I tell you it went out? Like six or something? It was pretty early. Yeah. And it was out until ten, six till 10. Nobody's using the Internet on those
0: hours. (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, that's quiet time.
1: Quiet time. It's the
0: downtime.
1: Nobody's home from six to 10 at night No, on a weeknight.
0: That's when usually, you know, they'll try to get most of their work done on the on the network. You know, I mean, that is that is the most opportune moment. uh, It's a courtesy to their to their customers. (laughs) It's a it's a testament to their business.
1: I was so pissed off. I was so angry. Uh, and then on top of that, the girl told me she wanted to go see Dolphin Tail 2. I was like, come on. I'm already having a bad night.
0: Yeah, have fun with that. Morgan Freeman's oh. in it. Ashley Judd? Yeah. No? no? Yeah, I do like Ashley Judd. Yeah. We're big fans of Ashley Judd on this podcast. Yes, we are. Uh, I think we've talked about her before.
1: What was the uh, Morgan Freeman Ashley Judd movie that we talked about? We can never remember the name of Kiss the Girls. Kiss the girls. That's it. Yeah. With uh, Carrie Elwes. Yeah, Carrie Elwes and uh, the dude from Scandal.
0: Yes, Isn't he in it. Very yeah. good. Is who's Carrie Elwes in it? Oh, is he the cop? He's he, one of the police officers. He's the, yeah. He's like yeah, he's, he's like the country the the Country boy. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's funny.
1: Uh, no spoilers. Um, <laughs> this
0: movie came so out twenty years ago. It's okay. <laughs> no
1: spoilers. Statue, you might be going to see the
0: limitations it. has expired on that.
1: Uh, so I guess we should get into the show because we've got a ton to talk about.
0: Yeah, nothing really happened this week, so I don't know what. Why you nothing, have four pages of notes? Nothing. Nothing big.
1: Nothing big. Uh, actually, something rather big. Mm, but rather. Uh, if you
0: mm. see what I did there. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. No big news. Nothing. No.
0: Just four point seven news. Not. No five point five news. No five point five. No news. big news.
1: Uh. But before we get into the big topic. Oh, okay. Um, we got other stuff that happened we've this got week. Other stuff that happened before we were scheduled to record the other night. Okay. Um. Have you heard about this show Gotham?
0: Uh, Yes, I have heard about this show Gotham. I believe I've heard about it on this podcast. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Not to Uh, not to get all meta on us. um, You're getting meta. Listening to ourselves, recording ourselves, hearing ourselves. uh, But I think I've heard ourselves. Speaking of
1: speaking of, you got a little irate with me because I don't listen to the podcast. (laughs)
0: Well, no, I didn't get a little irate with you because you didn't listen to the podcast. I got a little irate with you because, because it wasn't a priority. Correct. Correct. Because you didn't <laughs> list it among your. Well, I don't even remember what it was. Was it? That's
1: my priority podcast. Yes, okay. in my so, list on overcast.
0: So regardless of the amount, whether it's five seconds or zero seconds or 50 minutes or five minutes, you know, that you're listening to our podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I would still feel that it would fall under the priority podcast <laughs> subheading.
1: Um, yeah, I can, I can see your argument. Good. I'm glad uh, because it's the right argument.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm glad, I'm glad we agree that.
1: Okay. I'll just, we'll just leave it there then that you're right. (laughs) And I think, I think that's the end of that argument. It just,
0: uh, it just, it just cut me a little bit, you know, cut me deep. Me deep. Yeah, you know this. You know what Cheryl Crow says, right? First, yeah, first, first cut, cut is the deepest. Always yeah, the she, deepest.
1: She she stole that song <laughs> from Rod Stewart. But okay. Um, so this show. I don't got know them. what's
0: more depressing that that uh that we're talking about Cheryl Crow singing that song, or that you know that it was stolen by Rod Stewart. No, she stole it from Rod Stewart. That's what I'm saying. That's what I yeah. meant. I don't know what's more depressing that. But I know the lyrics to that song or that you know that Rock, that she stole it from Rod Stewart.
1: <laughs> I like it when he does the standards. Wow. Um. So this show, Gotham, that we've talked about many times and that we're super excited about. This th- show show's getting a lot of attention. It's <laughs> Apparently, it's going to be super good. But uh, I got some news yeah, about... Donald Logue.
0: Do Donald no wrong.
1: Ron can do no wrong. Um. So uh, news this week or last week that Netflix has already... It hasn't premiered yet. Netflix has already bought... All of the episodes to stream them after the first season is over. So like immediately after the first season's over, it's gonna be available on Netflix even before you can like buy it on D V D or anything wow. like that. They paid Warner Brothers a reported one point seven five million dollars per episode. Yeah, that's a ton of money. Whoa. And apparently, I don't know how long the season's gonna run, but they're saying like uh, that it would be on Netflix sometime around September of next year. So I guess I don't know how long this season's gonna be, but that's when they were talking about. Wow.
0: So we're probably ju- like they do with Sons of Anarchy or other shows, they they throw it on just before the season premiere of the last season or the, yeah. or the next season. Yeah, um, it very well could be that. But in the in this vein of Netflix really throwing its money around and trying to acquire these these titles that they feel are gonna be good. Uh remember when we talked about the blacklist? Yes. Uh, This little show on NBC that uh, I stopped watching after a couple of episodes. The wife is still in on. I lasted a little bit longer than you did, but I did quit watching. Yeah. Two million per episode. Oh, my God. I I don't get it. I don't get it. Two million per episode. Netflix is paying for it to get it. I mean, that's. uh,
1: I mean, to their credit, since it'll be super accessible on Netflix, I'm probably more likely to watch it.
0: Right. No, I, but, I very, I agree. I mean, I will be more likely. I may even try to finish the first season just because it's yeah. on Netflix and I do enjoy a good binge watch. I, I, so
1: your wife is still watching
0: it. She's caught up. I believe. Yeah.
1: I might have to get her to convince me to watch it.
0: Okay. I think we can maybe able to work on that.
1: Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Gotham and the blacklist on Netflix for, uh, right around a shit ton of money. Um, no, uh, no. I don't know the difference in episode numbers, so I mean, it may one is one point seven five million per episode, the other is two million per episode, but it could be a different number of episodes. So I don't really know how that shakes out, but mm. but anyway, moving along.
0: What I what I would recommend though is uh, before you start binge watching on um, Blacklist, excuse me. Uh, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend you get into the little Showtime app on the Apple TV and watch yourself some House of Lies. Yeah, you've been watching it? Yeah, I'm all caught up you now. Um, three seasons. The fourth season will start in around January or so. Uh, oh, so
1: there's time then.
0: There's time. There's time. Uh, there's, it's only about 12 or 13 episodes in a season. They're only 30 minutes long. So it's, Oh, I
1: didn't know that. I thought it was an hour. No, very, okay. it's
0: very, very nice and digestible. Uh, and it's hilarious Um, very good show obviously Don Cheadle and Kristen Kristen Bell I mean it's great so they're great in it Uh, it's also great supporting cast too including John Ralphio (laughs) from Parks and Rec I forget his name Ben it's Ben something forget his last name Um, and also in season 3 you'll see uh, Jenny Slate
1: oh my god I am so in love with Jenny Slate
0: then you should did you
1: see her on the meltdown this week
0: no, I, I do not. I do not know what the meltdown is.
1: The meltdown is that show that I was talking about last time with uh, Jonah Ray and Kumail. Oh, his face. right. And she and this guy were on there and it was hilarious. But I, I'm full on in love with Jenny. Slate.
0: Well, you should definitely watch then. She comes on yeah. at the end of season two and then she's in for all of season three. That's awesome. So I would highly recommend a nice 30 minute um, comedy that slash like corporate America satire show very nice. you know i mean it's it's definitely a cable show um adult they, the, adult do they themes they say don't, bad words. don't watch it with beatrix uh so there you go but uh, do, i, I do, recommend do they us. say bad words they say bad words and they do bad things oh yeah so but it's uh it's very enjoyable i enjoy the show cool Kristen yeah. B- and Kristen bell is just she gets better and better so uh, mm. if you like Kristen mm. bell and don sheetle then you'll like this show how could you not like Kristen Bell?
1: Speaking of Kristen Bell, uh we finished uh the Veronica Mars TV series and we watched the Veronica Mars movie, which is on HBO Go right now. Oh wow and
0: it was very good. How about the, a uh, how about a round of applause for the Fords for the Ford household? Yes. Oh okay. I thought you were gonna add it in, but hey, we can do it. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> That works too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our production uh, our production costs for this episode have gone way down. We've gone way down. I wanted to spend ninety nine cents on sound effects. Uh, yeah, we watched. It. it was really good. I so. did like the get down on it, get down on, it. on the uh, on the last episode. <laughs> just kind of just kind of thrown in there for effect.
1: Uh, I thought you'd appreciate that. Uh, so yeah. Uh, see, that's I do, a, see a it try. is
0: a priority podcast to me. So.
1: Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what
0: you Otherwise, there. I would know that you did that. So yeah,
1: that's true. There you go. oh my God, I listened to it like three times <laughs> while I'm editing. It. Um, so, oh, <laughs> uh, uh. so, um, moving right along, I've got some beer news. Oh, okay. We don't, we don't usually get into beer news, never but I thought talk this was interesting.
0: Beer. We never talk about beer.
1: Um, the uh, the famous uh, St. James Gate Brewery, uh, that makes Guinness. They're launching two new beers. What? Yeah, a uh, first one's called the Dublin Porter, uh, and it, quote, has origins in a 1796 entry in Guinness Brewers Diaries. I didn't know they kept diaries, but apparently they do. And it's described as sweet and smooth with malt and dark caramel notes. Sounds pretty good. Uh, But the one I'm really excited about is the West Indies Porter, and that is based on, quote, an 1801 diary entry for the first Guinness purposely brewed to maintain its freshness from one end of the world to the other. Um, this one, this one's really exciting. It's complex yet mellow, hoppy, with notes of toffee and chocolate, and it's 6% alcohol. Eh.
0: Okay, so, I mean, can I ask the obvious question?
1: I don't know if it's going to be available in America.
0: Oh, oh, well. Okay, can I ask the second most obvious question? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Why now?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: They've done Guinness for, and I guess to a lesser extent, Harp for... How many years? 200
1: years, 300 years. Something like, like you know that. what? We Some need,
0: ridiculous amount of time we need. It's 2014. We need um, two more beers.
1: I mean, they've made other beers before, but I think this is the first time they've made them and, you know, like put marketing behind them in like a real 21st century way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the, my thing is, you know, I, I don't care that it's Guinness. They just sound like good beers to me. But um, they're, I don't know if they're not if they're coming to the U.S. or not. Um, and apparently the, the company that owns Guinness now, it's the same company that owns a bunch of like liquor brands and stuff like that. They've launched some other, um, beers kind of like this with other brands. So I don't know if they're going to bring it to the U S or not, but, um, but if you're in Ireland, you can get both of them in bottles and you can get the Dublin Porter on draft. So if you're in Ireland, there you go. Go get them. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Yep. There you go. There's your beer news. Excellent. Yep. Next. Um, Next, I know you're a huge RSS fan. Huge. Wow. Except not at all. Um, I talked about before the, uh, I think it was a pick one time, uh, the app Unread. It's an RSS reader um, made by Jared Sinclair. And he, I guess it was last week or the week before. So can
0: we real quick, just for completeness, just in seven seconds, RSS reader allows you to.
1: Subscribe to websites. You get all the posts in the reader. It sends them to. It's you. like it uh, sends, it's like Google Reader, yeah, but sends them down. to you, right? Like if, right, exactly. You don't have to
0: go to each every, It organize each or it compiles them for you, or right, exactly, okay. yeah,
1: and puts them in. You can put them in chronological chronological order, so you can read them as they come in, stuff like that.
0: Excellent.
1: Um, it's a really good app. It has it's for iPad and iPhone, and it's really pretty and it's it's nice. But the guy that develops it, Jared Sinclair um, a couple weeks ago said that he wasn't making enough money off of it to like feed himself. Huh. So, <laughs> so he was going to stop development on it and he was just going to do bug fixes and that he was going to stop doing iOS development altogether. And he took a, like a real job job with some company and, um, the company Supertop, who makes the Castro podcast app. So I don't know if you've used that one. It's, it's kind of minimalistic. It's, it's a good app. It's just it doesn't do all the things I need it to do, but it's a good
0: app. Castro it, Castro. Yeah. Which is the one that which is the one that you talked about last time? Probably Overcast. Yes. That's what you're yeah, using now. That's what I'm using. Yeah. Not Downcast.
1: Not Downcast. Not um, the iTunes podcast app. Hell no. Um, so they, these guys, um, their company is called Supertop and they really like Unread apparently and they didn't want it to go uh, by the wayside. So they bought it from Jared Sinclair. So now. Unread is a super top app now, and they are going to continue development on it. So and uh, I think I had made it a pick at one point. I think I think I made it a pick. I know I definitely talked about it, um, but if you're using it, uh, it's going to they're going to continue development on it and you don't have to like redownload it or rebuy it or anything. Just know that it is in good hands and they are going to keep it up to date. How much does it cost? I don't remember. Mm, I can look it up for you. No, that's fine. I'm over it. Okay. All right. I know you're you're gonna run out and buy it right now. <laughs> um, so uh, I got one bit of, believe it or not, I have Apple news. Oh, before we get to the agenda. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Kind of, kind of uh, priming the pump a bit.
1: I'm priming the pump, so to speak. Uh, Apple released, it was before the keynote this week. They released iTunes 10.4 it's an update for mavericks mm. and it's uh it has support for ios 8 which is going to come out on the 17th of september which is 5 days from right now as we record um ios 8 it's going to come out i think it's for everything 4s and above i believe but regardless it's coming out on the 17th and you need the new I, the updated itunes to be able to and
0: ipad uh, 2 and above and,
1: ipad 2 and above right i believe that's right yeah so if you're still running an iPad One, God, yeah. uh, heaven help sorry. you! Heaven help you! I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, so there you go. There's our news and follow up. Do you have any? The
0: iPad One, they weren't even able to get the last though, iOS update either.
1: No, I don't so think they it's, were. It's yeah. been. Uh, it's been. They're over. still on the on iOS six point something. Yeah. Oh well. It's a shame.
0: It is a shame. Do
1: you have any news and/or follow up before we head into our big giant agenda?
0: I do not.
1: Mm. this is this is huge we we may want to pause for a moment
0: let's pause and Mm. uh regroup pause regroup and i will also defer to you for the appropriate level of intro music to this um occasion Just played there, but I will. uh But you like it, right? I uh, like. I it. will hope and pray that it was appropriate. Money well spent. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: uh. So we, the big news. Uh. This week it was on uh Tuesday, I believe it was Art's birthday. Oh yeah, it was. Which,
0: how was Art's birthday? At the Apple, I have you met- had
1: birthday lunch at the Apple Store. We had birthday lunch at the Apple Store. Actually, Art was believe it or not, Art and Luann were on a cruise
0: oh yeah believe it yeah
1: believe it i'm Um, pretty sure
0: they spend more time at sea than they do on land i'm
1: i'm fairly sure that that is the case that that they get to they uh dock and they walk kind of funny because they still have their sea legs wow um so uh they had the keynote it was uh obviously it was tim cook and uh very introduced and and the scarf guy Oh, gee, poor scarf guy. Scarf
0: guy uh, looked like Prince Valium from Spaceballs. He looked
1: like Prince Valium wearing a purple pashmina.
0: <laughs> he was the hit man. He was the hit he was of the keynote. The hit playing was, some uh, playing a game, I guess, for the new. I have
1: to say, I I don't normally like their demos. I think they really only put the demos in there so that Tim Cook and Phil Schiller can like go backstage and get a drink of water and like relax for a minute before they come back out. But as much as I don't like the demos and and that wasn't the demo that they showed, I don't remember the name of it, but the the game didn't look all that interesting to me, Mm -hmm. but the graphics looked amazing Mm -hmm. in that thing. Yeah. Well, at least they did, which we'll talk about this too. They did when I rewatched the keynote later in the afternoon because uh, they had a lot of problems with this, uh, with the streaming of the keynote.
0: So So, So are we talking about this later or are we talking about this now?
1: Uh, we'll go ahead and talk about it now. Okay. So, um, for those of you who didn't tune in live during the keynote, uh, when it started, like, everything seemed fine at first. Uh, I tuned in, like, as soon as it started uh, streaming, which was about 10 or 15 minutes before the keynote started. And it was a little weird because they were playing. It was, like, two different songs playing. So, it was, like, there was a song playing in the hall, and then there was another one playing on the stream, and they were, like, really it was really jarring to hear like two different songs playing at the same time. Right, and then the keynote starts, and it was like it just died, and you get like the like the rainbow bars, and I was like, oh, that's weird, and, some, and, then, and
0: something about truck, like a food truck or something.
1: It was the t- it was the TV oh, truck, the TV truck. That's
0: right. <laughs> yeah, they were ordering tacos. Um, <laughs> so it was Taco Tuesday. It was Taco Tuesday,
1: yeah. obviously, and Obvious. um, they were they were releasing the craggle. And, um, so, uh, I finally got it to restart. I like reloaded it a couple of times and it finally started. And then, so I hear Tim Cook, but then it was like getting a little stuttery. And then I hear the Chinese lady doing the translation okay. over top of Tim oh, Cook. And I'm like, what is going on? This is so bizarre. Well, I don't know what caused it, but they were just having a lot of problems. And then they did finally end up fixing it, but it was just a, a, a mess. But... Well, have it
0: continued to be a problem because I would try to watch stuff like I was trying to watch. I was trying to watch the watch presentation. Ah, I see what you did there. And it kept cut. It would play like it would play for about 10 seconds. And then it uh-huh. would cut to us to a video feed of them, of the audience on a break. And they're playing music and everyone's walking well, what around talking. did.
1: What it did was it was it was going back to the start of the feed. Mm. So it would like it would play for a few minutes and then all of a sudden you would be back at the beginning of the feed. And you're like, what happened? And and it was just it was bad. But if you go on the Apple website right now, I'll put a link in the show notes. It's all broken uh, down. It's it's fixed. Everything's right. It's it's fine. So if you watch it now or download it now, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. But um And you can watch it all
0: for their individual products and you can watch the the cool Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake commercials as well. That
1: was pretty cool. <laughs> Although Tim Cook was a little too excited about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it was so weird because it's like he was like, Okay, we had some celebrities that did this and then it, he was looking Do lo- you know who they were? Yeah, we're like, was, No. Of like, we don't. why would we know who they are? We like <laughs> looking at us like we're just a bunch of, you know, idiots because we don't know who don't. Don't you recognize yeah. every celebrity
1: by their voice, <laughs> by their disembodied voice? Um, okay, so we'll put a, we'll put a link to the to the keynote video so you can go back and watch it. Um, he foregoed all uh, any talk. What he usually do- talks about, like you know, how the Apple stores are doing, how the app stores are doing, all that. He skipped all that, and they went straight into the new iPhone. And oh boy, it's a big deal. Okay, so there's two new phones. Uh, first, we'll say that they've they've made the 5C, which debuted last year, but it's basically just an iPhone 5 with a plastic case. Uh, the 5C is now the free phone with contract. The 5S, which was last year's headline premium phone, is now ninety nine dollars with contract. And they've got two phones, two brand new phones. The iPhone six is uh, the it starts at one ninety nine on contract and the iPhone six plus starts at two ninety nine on contract. um both of them are bigger uh the six is four point seven inches diagonal. the six plus is five point five and the other thing the thing about the six point six is not only is it is it bigger but it also adds a landscape mode with like a, a, a two column mode for like the male app and stuff like that. The 5.5. The 5.5, 5. The 5. 5, yeah. right? Only the 6 plus adds that. Right. Uh it also adds uh optical stabilization for the camera lens, which is really cool. Yeah, um, that's that's very very cool. Yeah, we're going to get we're going to
0: get into this discussion and about The
1: thing is, I mean, there's there's some improvements in the sensor too, which makes focusing better and that's on both of them, but the optical stabilization Like I would normally be skeptical of something like that, except that lens is so small that it's going to be, it's actually going to be, in my opinion, I think it's going to be really easy for them to implement that. I think it's probably going to work a lot better than, than some photo people think it's going to. I think it's going to work really well. Um, and then there's also a a bigger and, and higher capacity battery in it, uh, which is a big deal for a lot of people. And, uh, and, uh, it it does cost a hundred dollars more, than the equivalent regular six 4.7 inch phone. Um, They both have a brand new A8 chip. They both have the M8 motion sensor processor. They both have touch ID. Of course, they're both going to use the new Apple pay NFC, which we'll talk about later. Um, They're available in space gray, silver, and white. They've got a brand new LTE antenna and gold. Gold. Yeah, sorry. Space gray, Uh, silver, gold. Space gray, silver slash white and gold.
0: The silver and the gold come with white, right? And then the space gray uh, has the black, black on the front. Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, They both have the new LTE antenna in them that has a a a max speed of 150 megabytes per second. I think the current one is 100, um, or the one in the five five S. Uh, They both have an upgraded wireless uh, Wi-Fi antenna that takes wireless AC, which is really good if you have a, a wireless AC router uh, in your house. Uh, they have a slimmer, thinner body, rounded edges uh, that's a little bit more like the original iPhone with like the rounded edge. Um, and they've moved the power button to the side now instead of the top, and that's probably because of the, the NFC thing. Um, they've upgraded the available... Uh, memory in them they were 16 gigs 32 and 64 for for several years now they've been that Um, and they've upgraded now the bottom one's still 16 but now it goes to uh, 64 and 128 gigs and um, they're offering silicone and leather cases for them that aren't terribly expensive and you know they're going to fit so that I mean that's that's the basic bit of the phone's OK, so
0: that was a lot of information. Yeah, Can there's a lot. The, the, the main swallow, thing, swallow and breathe.
1: The main thing that people are talking about is, I mean, there's a lot of improvements, right? Um, in either one you get, there's going to be a lot of improvements. The The NFC is a big deal. The, you know, better antennas is a big deal. They're not uh, sapphire displays, but they have this like the coding that is gonna make them a little bit more scratch resistant than the previous ones. Um so I mean they're they're both of them are great phones. The the discussion now is the four point seven inch iPhone six versus the five point five inch six plus so
0: so that's so that's the that's the rundown. Yes. Let um let's let's give our spin on it because I think most people that are listening to this podcast, you know, have that information. Um, I think it was good to to kind of just Preface our discussion with that though uh what are your thoughts on the two obviously on our last episode we were you were pretty adamant about the one iphone right having just the 4.7 yeah. and then, then all of a sudden boom you know world's uh world exploded there with two iphones um
1: yeah i i was definitely wrong about that um and i mean it makes sense now I mean it obviously obviously makes sense in retrospect that that they did it this way because there are a lot of people who want a bigger phone, you know, a big giant phone because they want a bigger screen or because they want a bigger battery or whatever. It makes sense. The the question is who is who's going to want one versus the other. Right.
0: So because neither one is wrong, I mean It's personal preference. It's personal preference. So what's so take me through your personal preference and why you chose the phone that you chose because you've already pre-ordered a a phone, correct? Yes. Okay. I'll go ahead and and throw out. So tell me. So take me through the process and then and then tell the viewers the phone that you ordered. So my thing about it is, uh, I I'm cheap,
1: and I want to. That being said, I just bought two new iPhones and a new and a new car.
0: And a new car. And, um, it's, ama- it's amazing when your kid goes off to public school. The amount of in- disposal income that's available. Look, the difference between
1: paying full time daycare last month and her going to public school this month is substantial. Premium, it is premium full time daycare. Substantial. Yeah, it was. It was not a cheap daycare. Spared no expense. Daycare. Spared no expense. Um, so. Um, my decision basically came down to how am I, how comfortable am I going to be with this phone and how much money do I want to spend? Yep. Because the, the big differentiating factors, the, the landscape mode, I wasn't that interested in because I, I just, it is just didn't matter to me.
0: Well, you have an iPad the, mini.
1: I have an iPad mini. Yeah. If I want to, um, write out a blog post, I do that on the iPad or I do it on my computer. I don't care Uh, about that on the phone um uh the camera um optical stabilization is really cool but it wasn't a big enough deal for me to go with the big one um and the bigger battery isn't that big a deal to me because i'm almost never away from a charger i mean almost never so i'm not too worried about that so then it came down to me um about money and about convenience of using it. And what I did, and this sounds supremely nerdy, but if if <laughs> you cut it
0: out and you cut one out, did I you? cut some out. <laughs> but the thing is, if you do, I need a nerd alert drop no, right so, now. <laughs> nerd alert. Oh, my God. So
1: it, the thing about it is it, it sounds super nerdy <laughs> and super geeky, but I cut them out. I, I'll put a link in the show notes of a PDF. If you printed it at hundred percent size, it's the exact right size. And, um, uh, my daughter glued it to some cardboard for me. So that it's like almost the right thickness too.
0: Wow. You and you got your daughter in on the project.
1: Yes. Yes. We did. This, this was a father daughter thing. <laughs> and, um, the thing about it is, is I put both of them in my back pocket and the six fits in my back pocket. It's not that much bigger than the five, uh, it's maybe like a half inch or so taller and a little bit, a b- little bit wider. Sit, fits fine in my back pocket. Fits okay in my front pocket. The six plus is, for me, it's enormous, <laughs> and like it sticks out the top of my back pocket. It like it fits in my front pocket. I, they both fit in my front pocket, but like it looks like. Have you ever seen Spinal Tap when they're walking through the airport and Harry Shearer has the the cucumber in his pants? Yes. Like it looks like that wow. in my pants, um, so,
0: and and you're saying that's a bad thing.
1: Uh, well, I don't want it to distract from what's already. <laughs>
0: when you drop the kid off at after 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 school, yeah, when I yeah. drop
1: her off, like and and I'm trying to entice the hot moms. Um, <laughs> so I'll also put a link in. There's a, a picture that I the guy tweeted that has the comparative sizes of all of them, so you can look at them. But it also has a pop tart in there, <laughs> just for reference. And the six is about the same height as a Pop-Tart. Just for your reference, the five, the six plus is like another inch taller than that. It's like six and a quarter inches tall. So for me, it was like, I'm just not comfortable with that size and with spending the extra hundred dollars. And so for me, I thought the extra hundred dollars was better spent going for the 6 or the is it the 64 yeah 64 gigabyte um flash drive in it versus the 16 gigabyte flash drive. So for me it was like okay I could for the same amount of money I could get the uh 16 gigabyte 6 plus or the 64 gigabyte 6. Right. And so I went with the 6 and got the bigger flash drive in it. Gotcha. So what we ended up ordering was we uh we both got a 6 with uh, 64 gigabytes in it, and uh, I got space gray, and she got silver.
0: And so therein lies an, an added wrinkle, right? You were not just purchasing one phone. I was purchasing two phones as part of a household um, where you have to keep uh, the wife happy as well. Well, I
1: mean, to, I mean, it, this isn't like she didn't like demand a new phone, but she had. We both had a, a five, not a 5S. We both have a five. Mine still works pretty well. I know I'm having a little bit of problem with the home button, but it works fine. Um, I want to upgrade because I just want the new phone. She needs to upgrade because like per uh, on off button, the wake sleep button up the top, it doesn't work at all anymore. Mm. And like, it's just, it's the, ba- the batteries work fine now because I replaced them, but the batteries were dying and we've got scratches all over the screens. And I mean, it's just, it's a mess. So, she didn't demand a new phone, but she really needed a new phone right so I ended up buying two of them, and that's a lot of money and so to get the same drive size in the plus would have been like two hundred more dollars and she basically she was like, "No, I do not want a six plus i that they won't fit in in my pockets and she was like, no uh uh-uh. uh so it came down to whether I wanted one or not, and I was just like, "No, I, I, it's not worth it to me." So, right. So, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, I've I've seen a lot of people on Twitter talking. Uh, most people I've seen on Twitter are getting the six, but the people that I see getting the six plus, they're getting it for uh, legitimate reasons. It's not. I'm just getting it because it's the big one. It's like they want it because the battery is is bigger in it. They want it because. They want. They actually do want the bigger screen. Um, they actually, you know, want the, the camera that is a better camera. I mean, it's the same. It's the same camera, but they've got the optical stabilization. So, you know, there's that.
0: So, so your decision was you ordered an iPhone six space gray, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, your wife ordered the same uh, in the silver. Yes. So, uh, I'd like to. I'd like to go through my decision process and, and I okay. and I'll be honest I haven't made a decision yet and so this is where I I really need to talk it out. Well that's the other advantage you've got is you've got plenty of time. I've got time. I've got time yeah. to be able to not only uh, print out a PDF of the of the uh, devices um, like I, I, I have <laughs>
1: yeah. I have some just, uh, can you just some mail, cardboard cutouts can you
0: just mail them to me. If you like me to um, mail them to you. And, uh, but I can also go to – I will probably on my trip to New York at the end of this month, I will probably go to an Apple store um, and preview and preview these devices in person.
1: Speaking of the Apple store in New York, hmm. on – I believe it was Sunday, two days before the keynote, mm. I saw on – I can't remember which website. But uh, there were people already camped out in front of the uh, – what is it, the Fifth Avenue Apple store?
0: So what's the benefit there? Like, do <coughs> they – I, they're thought, idiots. I thought you can't pre-order until Friday.
1: You can't pre-order until you could pre-order today.
0: Right. Today. And, or t- and if you're standing in line, you can't do anything. So why are they staying
1: in line? I have no idea. Just <laughs> to do it. Like it and there really, was even one guy. It really confuses me. There was one guy. This guy was pretty smart. He was one of the first people there. Right. And so he's standing in line. I guess he was sitting in line because they all had like, like, uh, like chairs they were sitting in. This guy's sitting in line, and he sold his spot in line for like twelve hundred dollars to somebody. I was like, "That guy's smart." He wow. went and got in line, and some idiot offered him twelve hundred dollars for a spot, and he was like, "Sure, no problem."
0: So that dude, for like a few hours of sitting around, got twelve hundred bucks. Uh, I just, I just got an email from Capital One about Apple Pay. Interesting. Ah, I got, I got one from
1: uh, uh, Wells Fargo, I think.
0: Um. So I I, yeah, that, that that's a whole other issue with the uh, with the waiting in line thing. I don't get it. I don't know what what's the point. I don't of waiting understand in line. it. The only thing I could, the only reason I could think to wait online
1: is, um, if if they didn't have the one that you wanted in stock on the website, and you were going to go to a store to see if they got some at the store. Right. That was the specific one you wanted.
0: Like if you, but c- I tell if you, you could pre-order when you're waiting in line, I I kind of get that. Maybe if that, well,
1: you can do, and this is, this is very different, but you can do where you pre-order and then you pick it up in the store, but you don't wait online. You just go into the store and they have it waiting for you. Right. But they're they're mm -hmm. saying
0: you couldn't even start pre-ordering until Friday today. Right. So I don't get,
1: they're just waiting in line. So
0: so anyway, but, um, so here's, here's my thought process. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't decided which one I'm going to go with yet, and I'm being pretty upfront about that. Um, obviously, I think both phones are obviously a, a huge upgrade over our iPhone 5, uh, and I'd be happy with either yes. one. The, here are the reasons why I'm leaning toward an, a 6 Plus. Okay. Okay, and you tell me if I'm off base or or what. Um, you know, some of the arguments there that it's such a huge phone that it's not going to be comfortable when you're pressing it up to your ear while you're talking one Uh, so 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 let me let me work i don't know
1: that that's a good argument right
0: so so my my counter to that is one i'm really not i mean except for work you know how often do you make calls on it right that's what i'm saying for work stuff i do but but even in that case i'm usually either on headphones or on bluetooth in the car so there's it's very rare that i'm on the phone for more than five minutes with the with the headset actually to my ear
1: The other thing about it is, yeah, it's big, but it's not, like, iPad mini big. Right. It's significantly smaller than that. So, I mean, it would be large, but it's not... Like, if you had a flip phone, like a large flip phone, like one of the old, like, Motorola Razors, that's probably that long. Yeah. So, I don't think it's that big, like, phone-wise. Right.
0: So, you hit on
1: my... I think my thing about the size of it Mm -hmm. is... It for me it's so much bigger than what I have. Yeah. That I think it's. I mean, like we said, it's personal preference. It's not. It's not. Oh, you shouldn't get one because
0: that's stupid. It's just for me. It just looks enormous. Well, here and here's my. So you touched on my second argument or my second kind of point for decision, uh, being. I don't have an iPad Mini like you, right? I have. Mm -hmm. I have a work iPad. Uh, and then I have my iPhone. My wife has the iPad, too. Um, mm-hmm. So I do do a, some, a lot of per- some personal stuff on the iPad. You just said doo-doo. <laughs> wow, I did. <laughs> um, so I do have a lot of uh, use for a device, a personal device that would be bigger, but not necessarily as big as an iPad mini that I would feel more comfortable doing stuff on, like writing emails and typing up different things that I don't feel comfortable right now doing on the iPhone. Um, Given that the iPad that I do have that I would use for that is really a work iPad. And I get a little kind of weirded out about the amount of, you know, personal stuff I do on the work iPad. So I don't I don't have exactly you hit it right on the net right on the head. Um, So I don't have my personal email on there or anything like that. So it's it gets a little. Challenging sometimes um, when I'm writing emails, it'd be nice to have a bigger device to be able to I can solely have as a function to uh, to do personal stuff and look at, see, you know, porn. I think see, I think I think you just
1: hit on the number one argument for the iPhone six plus. If you don't have an iPad or mm-hmm. an iPad mini and, and you know, for all intents and purposes, you don't because right. it's a work one.
0: Uh, it's well, and also it's a work one that's going sh- to, you know, it's a, a year. It's a little over a year old year and a year and a half old, right? They, the iPad Four retinas came out, uh, in like April of last year. So it's about a year and a half. So it's going to start showing its age. It's going to start showing its age. It
1: certainly doesn't have anything close to an a eight in it. Right. Um, you know, if you don't have an iPad mini or an iPad, that's, you know, super up to date and none of them are nearly as up to date as a, as an iPhone six or six plus, uh, at least until October. Um, the iphone 6 plus is kind of like the perfect little in between it's a phone it's small enough to be a phone but it's large enough to be uh like a middle of the road almost uh it's it's like right between the five iphone 5 and the ipad mini it's a phablet it's it's a phablet but it's like to me it's better than that because it's not that wide and obnoxious yeah
0: and it's really not that. I mean, it's not that thick at all. It's only adding what 0.2 millimeters between the the six and the six plus in terms of thickness. Is it thicker? It's like have to yeah, look it's it up. six. I think it's 6.9 millimeters to 7.1 millimeters. Oh, okay. It's very very minimal. I was
1: gonna say I thought they were uh, they're both very thin. Yeah, they're both almost what's well, um, 0.2 millimeters. Almost iPad you're touch not, thin yeah, two
0: point, or iPod. Point touch, 0.2 sorry. millimeters is not something you're gonna be able to notice with your naked eyes. Um. So, so yeah, you're right. It's six point nine versus seven point one. Yeah, you're right. Um. So my last kind of argument for the I- and it's only
1: fifty more grams too.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's really not a huge difference between the two. So I'm I'm eager to get it in the store and and actually hold it and see the differences. But my last kind of th- argument with thinking it through is the camera and the video, which you touched on, and and I think a lot of it comes back to some other things I'm thinking about and which is buying a new camera um, and, right. and having a new camera is sometime in the next seven months. I don't know why I pick seven months. It just seems like a nice round number. It's a good number. It's a I good mean, round it's... number um, that sometime in March or April, probably more closer to April um, would be mm-hmm. a good time for, for me to get into a new camera purchase uh, mm-hmm. that this could be, you know, this, this could replace that. And I could actually save money. By you just utilizing the six plus as my as my camera. If you bought
1: uh if you paid an extra hundred dollars for a six plus mm-hmm. versus paying seven or eight hundred dollars for a camera. Right. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing about it is you have I, I don't know that I would I I wouldn't recommend you get it just for the camera, but yes. you have a lot of other arguments also. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't hurt you to go ahead and get it since you have a lot of reasons to get the bigger one and then spend the intervening time between now and when you want to get a camera, trying it and seeing if it, you know, works as a camera for you, if the quality is good enough, and right. if, you know, and that way you can make a more informed
0: decision about whether or not you want to get a camera. Very, that's all good points there. Um, yeah. So, th- you know, that is intriguing to me to have something that actually, so let's say I, I have it for, six, seven months. And I find that, Hey, this is doing the job for me. It's taking good enough pictures. It's a, the stabilization with it, the, Uh the new lens and sensors or ability to improve the low light. Um, and I'm, I'm really getting shots that I feel comfortable enough with for what I want to take, you know, what I'm looking to take pictures of it, uh, with that it actually saves space for me because if I'm out and I have a phone. You're gonna
1: have your phone with you, anyway. And my
0: camera. Now I just have a camera. I mean, now I just have right. a phone that has the camera built in. So it's actually saving me the ability of having a camera, which I'll probably also have a case or something with it. Um, yeah. And that, and the, you know, and again, it's if you're comparing the two side by side, obviously there there really isn't a lot of comparison because any camera that I would get is is gonna blow that. Uh, that camera out of the water, the iPhone out of the water, but that's not the that's not the only argument there. Like you that's said, not,
1: yeah. the 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 question is, is not it, are they apples to apples, comparable quality wise? It's is this good enough? Yes, yeah. Is this good enough? And exactly. does the convenience of it trump any quality gains I would get by spending
0: all that money on a camera? Exactly. Is, is that is that difference in let's say I spend eight hundred dollars between whatever camera strap case, blah, 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 800 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I spend a hundred to get the, the iPhone. I get it earlier and uh, and allow and that hundred dollars not only gets me the camera, but it allows me to do some other things that I want to do personally with this device. so I'm very very torn. Um, I see I see the appeal both ways I see the appeal of having something that's just slightly bigger and still kind of compact and small but but pretty powerful um, mm-hmm. in that 4.7 display but then I look and I see you know the 1080 um, I see the the pixels in, in that um, in that 6 plus and the, the ability to have a little bit extra battery life for me which is kind of appealing traveling a lot. Yeah. Um, to be able to have that little bit of extra battery life. like
1: what like 80 hours standby time or something it's, ridiculous it's, it's yeah it's a big the, yeah, the battery audio thing. yeah
0: the audio playback is like double yeah um it's it's pretty substantial ridiculous so, uh, how long this thing lasts so th- i mean so that's my that, that's kind of where my head's at with it and again like you said i don't have i have about a month to make this decision i'm still kind of locked in i'm locked into my contract till the end of uh, next month in october kind of a product of the uh, iPhone four to Verizon switch and then I was I was only in the iPhone four for really eighteen months um, because mm-hmm. they had they had uh allowed you know they didn't get the iPhones until around Valentine's Day that year that's right so that's right. so I, I only remember. had the iPhone four for eighteen months and then was able to upgrade and get the iPhone five but now you know they don't do that new every two or you only have to hit twenty months they make you go the full two years um so I have to go till the end of October yeah.
1: Which is, um, which is
0: fine because I'm hearing now that pre orders aren't even shipping till like the 21st or 22nd of October anyway.
1: Are they starting to slip? Oh, yeah. Of the four of the four of uh, the um, six plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they started slipping when I, I went on last. Th- this was a whole nother story. I went on last night and the Apple site was down, blah, blah, blah. So I went on Verizon and ordered my two sixes. And um, I was like, all right, got them. Don't have to worry about them being, you know, back ordered or the ship time slipping. Got up at 630 this morning and saw on Twitter that people were still ordering them, still not slipping. I'm like, God damn it. Wow. I got up at three o'clock in the morning for that. <laughs> and I could have totally just got up when yeah, the Yeah, but it's peace day. of mind, man. It is peace of mind. But yeah, by that point, the, the 5.5 inch six pluses were already slipping into October by that point okay. so yeah so
0: i'll we'll have to see oh but uh, you
1: won't have to worry about that
0: we'll have to worry about that so i'll I'll get a phone and i'll be happy with it i just don't yeah. know i don't know right now whether what phone that will be Um
1: my my only question for you is let's say you go six plus get the you know with the better camera you're paying a, a hundred dollar premium for the camera the size the battery blah 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 do you go with the 64 gigabyte drive in it yes OK, that's because, I mean, you're going to be taking a lot of photos and videos. Yeah,
0: I'm going 64 either way, although okay. it's kind of depressing when we get into I, I ran some numbers on some of these uh, trade in prices on um, these different sites. And it, it is kind of depressing um, the the lack of uh, return on investment you get with that extra ram or the the extra flash drive oh really yeah it's, it doesn't it doesn't pay it doesn't it doesn't it really if you look at traded values between the five and the um between the like 16 and the 32 gigabyte for the the last iteration of the five and the five s you're not getting another hundred dollars it doesn't it doesn't pay so we'll talk about that that's a little tease there um okay. but uh but yeah i'm going 64 either way so really it's just a situation of uh do i go with six or do i go with six plus the wife i believe has already decided on the six um, just as, yeah. a, just for what she's looking to get out of it and just the size of it all. But I've uh, heard a
1: lot of women say, especially on Twitter, um, say that, you know, women's fashion, the way, you know, pockets work for women's clothing, they're just like, there's no way I can put a six plus in a pocket. Yeah. She, so she's a going, lot of them, yeah. are,
0: she's going to go probably with the six in silver, um, or gold. I don't, I don't know which one. But uh but yeah so I I've got some decisions I've got some uh, yeah. some pondering to ponder and uh you know I have got a month to do that so You got
1: plenty of time you can go look at them yep. it, hold them in your hand you can even go in and like take pictures with them and
0: I wonder if they'll let me put it in my pocket and
1: I would think so aren't they usually just like on a like on a cord or something That's yeah.
0: not that's not Oh that's not wait weird. it might be it's not weird at all right
1: It might be like
0: on the back of it though mm. mm. What well, if I ask them it's like can you just can I just can you just unhook this security thing, just so I can put it in my pocket.
1: I'm sure they probably would, <laughs> especially. I mean, if you're if you're not going in, like, don't go in next Friday and ask them that. They're probably
0: they're probably like, why didn't you just print it out and tape it to cardboard like everybody else? <laughs> why do you make me take the security off like an animal? <sighs> Why don't you get a friend's daughter to tape
1: the, to glue these onto some cardboard?
0: Oh gosh. Yeah. It's, uh, that's our, um, that's our Apple Genius Bar crafts, arts and crafts session for next Saturday. That's right. You arts br- and crafts. bring your daughter in, you know, sons and daughters, and, uh, and we will, uh, construct a mock iPhone uh, 6.
1: So, uh, I'm going to have in the notes, uh, there's a, a complete review of the 6 and 6 Plus on Mac Stories. We're going to have that. I'm going to have a link to the, the Twitter, um, status with the the size comparison with the pop tart i will have a link to the pdf where you can print them out and look at them and mount them the cardboard and i'm gonna have uh, a link to uh, a site that has some of the cases that are already available and i've also got a link to a uh, wall street journal video by joanna stern where she she's at the event looking at both of them and showing the differences between them so i'll have those in the show notes for you, for everybody to look at
0: So I appreciate that. Uh, So real quick, while we're on the subject, while we're still talking about the phones, we we should probably just go ahead and knock off um, the the two other items related to that. First, first one being a question I posed on here for you, uh, Mm -hmm. simply because, again, I have to hit the full two years for the first time, the full two years of my Verizon contract. uh, And so for the first time, I have a decision to make as well uh, as to where whether I will stay with Verizon or. I go anywhere else, really. And it, it's kind of crazy because I've never had that option um, since yeah. since joining Verizon when I think I moved over to Verizon when I was uh, in, like last year of college or when I graduated college. So it's probably been about 10 or 11 years um, that I've been with Verizon. And, you know, you always re-up, you re-up a year or two years or 18 months or whatever. You get that, you know, a couple months before the contract ends and you get the, the pricing or whatever. So they lock you back in for two more years. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is the first time where I've had to go the full two. Uh, is it, it should I be thinking about making a switch? Should I am I confident and comfortable at Verizon? What are your thoughts? I mean, as, as someone that has uh, been on both sides of the uh, proverbial uh, uh, cell, yeah. cell tower, we st- <laughs> I like that. We started uh, with
1: at t Well, we started with oh, Suncom. Was it? Suncom. Yeah. Yeah. And then they changed the singular and then they changed the 18 tier. Oh We're God, singular. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, I mean, obviously we've been on uh, Verizon for two years now because we got these got switched to Verizon with the five. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the main argument against Verizon was that you couldn't do uh, voice and data at the same time. And that's technically still true. Although they are working on... Um, Moving the voice over to the LTE band, Uh which would enable you to, from what I understand, that would enable you to do voice and data at the same time. I don't know all the technical details, but I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like we, we left AT&T because the coverage wasn't great uh, in the places that we normally go. And AT&T was just kind of doing a lot of crappy things.
0: But I hate when companies I mean, do crappy things. Like they
1: all do like crappy when things. Like when your you know, internet goes
0: out at six o'clock. Like when night. your
1: internet goes out. If if Comcast was selling an iPhone, I would. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I would not buy it from them. Um So I mean, I at this point, I I, I don't know enough about AT and T now to make an informed decision. Mm-hmm. But from what I've heard from people, like it's it's not terribly different okay so it's just an interesting
0: you know it's just something that I've never a decision I've never had to think about before yeah Uh, and so it's just kind of a it's a little bit of a predicament I mean it's just that do am I am I happy I have to think back to that it's like am I really happy with I mean before it's like okay I'm happy with Verizon I'll stay with them because I have to because I want a new phone you know it was kind of like half-hearted Um, feigning uh, acceptance of uh, of Verizon, not to say that I haven't, you know, they haven't had good coverage and the LTE hasn't worked well, but it's just been, okay. I want a new phone. So, you know, it's okay. now uh, to the point where I can actually make a decision either way um, and want to make the right one. So now that I have a choice, but uh, I don't I don't know that I know enough about AT&T to make that decision outside of outside of the oh you can talk in text but it's again back to when am i really doing that in a place without wi-fi anyway
1: yeah we've in the two years that we've been with verizon that has maybe been an issue maybe once but i mean it's it's so rare for us to have that be an issue that it mm-hmm. just, it's it's and, not that and big then deal.
0: The, oh. other, and the other thing with me real quick is that because i still have that work ipad I can create a personal hotspot like anywhere. Yeah. So if I do, for whatever reason, need to multitask, I can either one multitask with my work iPad mm-hmm. you know, just use the iPad or I can create the personal hotspot and get that really quick. Because usually if I'm doing the multitasking thing, not for me, 90 percent of the time that's happening when I'm on a conference call for work and I need to yeah. do something else. So I've got the iPad with me anyway for work. So I just look something up there. If I'm doing it, if I'm at home and I need to get that information, I'm at home and I'm on Wi-Fi or I have easy access to another device where I can find that information.
1: Yeah. That's and just I me think,
0: talking through it, kind of trying. To I th- think that's the situation that a lot of people
1: have found themselves in that, you know, it, yeah, I can't look something up while I'm on this call on my phone, but I've got, you know, three other devices that I can look it up on. Right. So it ends up not being a problem. First world problems. And it's gonna it, it, that problem is also going to go away, eventually too. So
0: okay, so I should stay strong in Verizon. It's done. I mean, it's done right I, by me. There's no, there's no real reason to switch. Okay,
1: yeah. I, I mean I I can't think of a compelling reason to say yeah, get rid of them. Okay, but okay. I will tell you one thing that was was striking to me was at three a.m. this morning when I went online to order, the Apple Store site was down like and i I didn't like leave and go back to bed until like uh three forty five um because I was just you know doing a couple of things on the computer, but um the whole time I was up and and doing the whole ordering process, the Verizon site never went down. it was easy to order i mean it's not a very pretty site, but it works, and I was able to get my order in you know they everything was fine on the Verizon site. That whole time, the Apple site never came up for me. Mm. Never. And I've heard from people on Twitter that are AT&T customers that said the same thing happened with them with AT&T. That the at and site never went down. It was easy to order, blah, blah, blah. Never could get the Apple site to work. So, I mean, the, the carriers are doing at least one thing, right? At least they're,
0: they, they let you order what you want from them. <laughs> so, great, so great segue. Um, so you ordered your phones through Verizon, correct? I did. So yes. So it's fa- fair, safe to assume that you also did your trade-in through Verizon? Or I did not. You did not do your trade-in through not. Verizon. Okay, so um, where did you do your trade-in? I did mine through Gazelle. Okay, and would you mind sharing with us what you were able to get for your iPhone 5?
1: Yes. As a matter of fact, just to make sure I tell you the right thing, I'm going to pull up my email from Gazelle if I can find it. Okay. Um, so Yes, I heard it. Okay. okay, I got it. So, I have two Verizon iPhone 5 16 gigabyte phones. Okay. Uh, on August 18th, I went on the Gazelle site because um, I heard through Twitter or something that Gazelle was letting you lock in. Usually, they let you lock in the price for 30 days, which at the time I was a little worried about doing that because I thought Verizon was going to make me wait until the 21st to order my new phone ended up not being a problem because they let me go ahead and order it today. But, um, I didn't know that they were going to let me do that. So I wanted to, um, go ahead and lock it in because Gazelle was going to let us do it for 50 days instead of 30 days. So on August 18th, I went on Gazelle and I put both of the phones in and I got $185 for each of them. Okay. So I'm good. Just for comparison's sake, I'm going to pull up Gazelle right now. And see what that same phone is. iPhone 5, Verizon. It's
0: probably going to be pretty close. 16 gigs, um,
1: 160. So, And I checked yesterday and it was 165. So it's gone down five bucks just since today.
0: Wow. Um, so that's
1: $50 more I got by b- locking it in then.
0: And you get that in, in, a, in a Visa gift card or something in the mail? You
1: can. I did. Um, we ordered so much junk through Amazon that I got it on uh, Amazon. Okay. Uh, credits because if you do it through Amazon... They don't have to mail you something, so they give you five percent more. Oh, okay. So, so you uh, got another another nine dollars, another um, nine dollars out of it. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh another nine twenty five for each. So we got total a total bonus of eighteen fifty.
0: So nine twenty five. So that brings you closer to about one ninety five ish. Yeah, the
1: total for everything was three eighty eight fifty for that's two sides.
0: Yeah, that's actually pretty good. Uh, it's closer. Um, it's basically cl- it's closer to what some of the other ones you, you were getting. well, I'll go through a couple of these real quick, but. Um, yeah.
1: There. It's only $15 less than what Verizon was right. giving us per phone, was going to give us per phone. Plus, I was able to lock it in super early, and um, I got the bonus. And I can cancel the deal if I decide to go with somebody else. I can just tell them I don't want it.
0: Right. So, so, so to your point, Verizon is offering $200 um, for the iPhone 5, 16 mm-hmm. gigabyte. See, that was well, why I didn't well, want to go with Verizon. once. Why, because they're offering you more money?
1: No, because the deal... Oh, no, no, I'm thinking of a different deal. There was a deal uh, that Verizon was going to let you trade in any phone four and above, I think, and get a free...
0: Well, no
1: it, charge to you six, but it was only the 16 gigabyte.
0: Right. So it, they say that. But in the in the fine print, you it, it's really just it amounts to a $200 gift card, which gets you a 16 gigabyte iPhone. But you can use oh, it okay. however you want. They just kind of they use that tagline for marketing to say free iPhone. So if you, you can, wanted
1: to, you could get correct. the the $300 one and just pay them a 100 bucks. Correct. So
0: oh, okay. what you'll get is a $200 uh, Verizon wireless gift card. And so what, what I used last time when I traded in our phones with Verizon uh, to get the five is it ended up just paying our a cell phone bill. I paid our cell phone bill with it for like seven months. Nice. And uh, so I didn't have a cell phone bill for for a long time. So um, and the other nice thing is with Verizon, when you trade in your phone, uh, they also, in addition to giving you this gift card, they will make a donation to Hopeline, which is a program that provides support and victims uh, and survivors of domestic violence. Oh, that's good. So they do, do a little good. They're a little good back in the world with it. Um, so like I said, iPhone 5, 16 gig, they'll give you uh, $200 uh, mm-hmm. and also $200 for a 32 gigabyte. So there's, this is what we're talking about where you kind of yeah. get screwed on that because um, they're giving you, they'll actually give you $175 so, plus a $25 kicker for the 16 and 185 plus a $15 kicker for the 32. Just both. for
1: shits and giggles, I'm going to look at the 32 and 64 uh gazelle
0: so the 30 so the 32 gigabyte um oh i just said that that was yeah that was 200
1: the the the, the difference for the five in the 16 32 and 64 on gazelle you get five dollars for each bump up yeah so, so you paid a hundred dollars you're getting five dollars back
0: and the and the 5s equivalents are three are both three hundred dollars on verizon so you get that extra 100 for having the 5S. Um, sure. the caveats with the Verizon deals are they they're only until you have to lock in that deal by 9:30. So I think I might still be able to to take advantage of that. Um, since I you know I, so you I can lock
1: um, in the deal by the end of this month and you have
0: 30 days to turn your phone in so, it, oh, so I you guess should be fine then. I, if it just depends on how readily accessible those phones are when I order my phone on 1029 right because it's like I have they have to have the phone oh so yeah. I, have to, I have to look into that again I have some time to do that um, some other uh, avenues for trading in your phone have you heard about the website I cracked no, I don't know that one. So, it's different. It's a company that actually employs local techs in the area, and you can uh-huh. actually use them to, to repair a phone or sell a device. And so, you enter in the info much like you do on any other website um, and your zip code, and then they will give you an approximate price, the, and then they'll set up a time where you meet with somebody, and then they take a look at your phone, and they da 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 and then they actually hand you the gift card, and then they take your phone. Um you get. Let me see here. You get one hundred and eighty dollars for a sixteen gig five, one hundred and eighty five for a thirty two gig five, three hundred for a five S sixteen gigabyte, and three ten for a thirty two gigabyte. Uh, 5S. Yeah, I would
1: say if you're if you're looking to sell one now, mm-hmm. it looks like right now the iCracked is giving you a much better price than Gazelle is right now.
0: Yeah, it's giving you a pretty sweet deal.
1: They're giving you like twenty more dollars now. So.
0: Um, some other avenues, even the Walmart and Sam's of the world. Walmart's actually, uh, if you're buying your phone from Walmart, they're they're for some reason taking twenty dollars off each device, so the devices are only one seventy nine for a sixteen gigabyte iPhone six, and mm. and two seventy nine equivalent for uh, a thirty two, and plus if you pre order for them through them, you also get a fifteen dollar gift card, because I know how much you love Walmart, so.
1: I do. You'd I'm actually get fan.
0: you'd actually get it down to even less than that. What is that? One sixty nine, one sixty four. So $160, hmm. 164 dollars for an iPhone six. Not too bad.
1: No, uh, that's not bad at all. Especially if you're getting a
0: sixty four k. And Sam's Club, uh, it's one seventy seven and two seventy seven. So still the be- the better deal there, Walmart, because you get that fifteen dollar uh, gift card kicker. Yeah. So a couple of deals out there. I just for simplicity. I'm probably just going to end up going with Verizon like I did last time because, like I said, I can just – I'll get the gift card and then I'll pay myself a bill and whatever. Yeah, I mean if you're talking about a few dollars here or there, go with what's easiest. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's what will probably happen and uh, – but definitely definitely uh, shop around and make sure you get the best deal. Yeah. Because it definitely, there, it definitely I mean, helps lessen the the out-of-pocket cost of that new device. You know, I mean, you
1: could even, I mean, I, I don't like doing this, but I mean, you could sell it on eBay or like that. I don't know if you're going to get as good a deal, but I mean, you could always, you know, go on eBay and put like a reserve on it.
0: Well, they're also, they're, your, they're, eBay's of is. Is offering a guarantee. Do you see that?
1: No, I did well, not They'll see
0: say that. They said, if you don't, if your phone doesn't sell, they're going to give you a hundred bucks. Nice. Um, for your phone. I don't know. I or didn't, just a hundred bucks. I didn't read. I like, oh, it didn't sell. Sorry. Give
1: me a hundred dollars. I didn't read
0: that much into it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know that much about eBay. So. I'm not a
0: power seller,
1: I'm not a power seller. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of good, um, ways to get rid of your old phone and get a new one. My daughter wanted me to give her the old phone and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to turn down $390 so that you can have a couple of old phones sitting around. Um, so there you go. There's the phone. Boom.
0: Um, Boom. just, just for completeness, the, uh, the hundred dollar coupon, uh, is a coupon toward the seller to his or her next eBay purchase. Oh, boo! So it's <laughs> like getting it in an Amazon gift card. Buy some more crap you don't need. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna
1: have like three hundred ninety dollars on Amazon. I'm gonna buy some shit. So, um, so uh, you want to talk about this uh, Apple Watch? Uh, sure. Okay. Um. All right. We'll talk about it.
0: Hey, you know, it's it's a it's a new product. It's a foray into the unknown for them. And it's yeah, at it's, least at least it's uh, it's something different, right? It's something it's something uh, different.
1: It's a big deal, right? It's uh, just, it's just Tim just Cook's baby. Just not for and us. he did pull out the the one more thing that uh, Steve Jobs uh, mm-hmm. pulled out a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And they have not used that since uh, since Steve Jobs last used it. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that Tim Cook is like, oh, we got one more thing. And the the crowd went crazy. Um, now, my first impressions of this before I knew the price or the the caveats about how it works was, this looks really cool i I'm not yet convinced I need to have this on my wrist because yes. I don't wear a watch
0: and, and, and see I, and this is a great discussion because I'm completely opposite. I wear a watch every single day. I mm-hmm. um, actually just got a new watch for my birthday. Um, so I, I have a couple of ro- watches in the rotation. And uh, I enjoy wearing a watch, more, as much for just just kind of the accessory of having it with my outfits. I mean, I do mm-hmm. wear I do wear a suit quite a bit um, to work. Well, you look good in a suit. Thanks. Uh, and I, but I also I, I do suit. I either go I either go one way or other. I'm either suit or scrubs. So it's like nice. either way. Um, so it's nice. Today was a scrub day. I'm actually still wearing my scrub pants right now. They're uber comfortable. I'm either
1: in pair of shorts or, no, or a pair of sweatpants or nothing at all or nothing at all do not sit in my seat yeah um so i mean my thing is you know i've got a bunch of watches that i've had for a long time and i used to wear a watch every day but my job now is and and even when i worked in retail my job is a lot of my job is sitting in a computer and typing stuff in and it hurts my wrist a lot of the time when i'm typing and i have a watch on so i just don't wear one anymore and i've got my phone whenever i need to check the time or something and i've always got a clock in front of me because i'm usually staring at a computer screen or i'm driving in my car and the clock's right there so i just i haven't needed it in so long so my thing with the watch was convince me that i have to have this on my wrist and they haven't done it yet
0: yeah some really interesting interesting things i really liked the The amount of again, back to someone who enjoys wearing watches, um, the amount of options there are for like interchangeable wristbands and things I do like I could I could have a watch and then get a sport band. Yeah. Um,
1: so you and want then to I, go down the, the yeah, stats and really, stuff like really, really
0: quickly, just give a high level yeah. summary. But I, but I think that's one of the things I really liked is that I could do, you know, different watch faces and, or watch bands with the face. And it's, it's really, it's one watch, but it's many, right? E pluribus yeah. e unum.
1: Well, that's exactly right. Like, okay. So, you know, it's, it's, we'll, we'll get into the technical parts, but there's two different sizes, which they didn't ex- in, explicitly say, but it's, you know, like a men's size and a women's size. Or, you know, if you have a, 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 small, a wrist. small wrist or a large wrist like or
0: Like uh, uh, Enemy of the Show, Kyle.
1: Um, yeah, but I've heard some other guys saying that they, uh, on Twitter and in a couple of podcasts, some guys saying that they printed out uh, some mock-ups of them, and they felt like the smaller one was uh, was better for them, even though they have, like, a regular wrist size, because it's, it's, it's sort of a large device. Um, but anyway, so they have two sizes, three different materials. They have a... a, 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 a I don't remember what the regular one is, but the there's one that's, is it aluminum steel and gold? I believe. Um, Each one of those has two colors. So there's like a silver and a space gray, you know, white gold, gold, gold. Um, And then I'd forget how many, it's like 18 different straps or something ridiculous like that. So there's all these different combinations. You can, you can really make it look the way you want it to look. And then there's like 11 or or 12 different watch faces you can have on it. So, I mean, that's one thing that was very intriguing to me is you can make this look exactly like you want it to look to fit you and your personality, which Mm. I think is super cool. And then of course you can always, you know, you get the watch and you know, you might have a sport band on it and then, Oh, well I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, I don't know of a formal event and the sport band's going to look goofy so you know I buy a fancier band and you just switch it because it's very easy to switch the bands and now you've got a you know a more professional looking watch but you didn't buy another watch so there's that um but so you're right about that it's it is very changeable and personalizable if that's a word um here here's some of the the good things about it that's a good thing about it uh it's you know of course it has timekeeping it has health and fitness apps it has um notifications and uh you can send and receive messages and things like that on it um it's they did a really innovative thing where instead of just using the screen to control it they have a a home button on the side but they also have a watch crown like on a traditional watch but of course it doesn't wind it 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 zooms in and out or it scrolls along different menu items and you push it in to be a, a button, things like that. So they really used an existing watch device to make it easier to control this thing.
0: And it doesn't turn on until you move your hand, right? Right. Well, so. I think you can turn it on. Okay. But
1: it has like a I sleep function or whatever. By default, it the screen is off and as you raise it to your... You raise it up to look at it, it comes on and shows you the clock.
0: I wonder how bright that is, because just I'll give you a real world example. Like what happens if, say, say you're going to see Guardians of the Galaxy for the seventh time and you're eating some popcorn and you're in Mm -hmm. the middle of the movie and you go down to grab the popcorn and bring it up and eat popcorn. Yeah, I wonder if it's does it turn on and is it really is it really bright and is it distracting and or upsetting to uh, fellow Guardians of the Galaxy watchers?
1: There's two questions I have about that. Which is an excellent question, uh, which I'm going to follow up with two
0: questions. One is (laughs) I'm going to answer your uh, question with two more questions. I'm going
1: to answer your question with two more questions that neither of us know the answer to. Uh, Question number one, is it smart enough to know that I'm not only raising my wrist, but I'm turning it to look at it? Um, Which is still I mean, there's still going to be situations where you do that and it's going to come on when you don't intend to. But at least that would be better than every time you pick up your arm, it turns on. Um, The other question is, is there an easy way to set it on like a do not disturb where no matter what I do until I take it out of do not disturb, it's not going to come on Mm
0: -hmm. or I have
1: to tap it to come on or something like that? Those are questions I don't know the answers to, but those would help alleviate that. One thing that I thought was very clever is there's a, a I guess it's like a vibration function. Where it like it almost like taps your your arm to give you a notification, and when it gives you that notification, it doesn't light up the screen and it doesn't make an audible sound, but it taps you so like if you're in a meeting or a conference call or something and you get a notification, you know about it, but nobody else does and that's that to me is is i mean it for me it doesn't matter because I'm not in that situation, but I know a lot of people can be in a situation where they're in a conference room and they don't want their watch making noise every two seconds when they get an email. So t- that's, that's a big deal.
0: Yeah. And um, I also, I really, I, I got to give them credit. The, you know, obviously all of this, our society with social media and everything, we want to be more connected. Right. And I think it is kind of cool how someone, two people with, with these Apple watches can really be connected to each other, get get messages, um, exchange heartbeats, exchange, uh, text that you write on there, write symbols mm-hmm. and words and stuff that's sent specifically to that person. Uh, and that is something you can't, That's different than what you would be able to do with the, with an iPad or an iPhone. Um, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, give, I'm I gotta glad give them that, they, that. That's an interesting little, little wrinkle there.
1: Yeah. I I'm with you on that. I'm glad that they made it. If it, those aren't necessarily things that, uh, that I would want to send, but I'm glad that they made it different from the phone in that you know it's not just here's how you send a text on this device it's here are the cool things that you can send on this that you can't send on the phone and i thought that was really interesting like the the animated emoji and the heartbeats and all that all the stuff that you're talking about i think that was really smart can, um, hey, can
0: i get a um can i get another nerd alert drop do you, do you hear sure. do you hear do you hear the sound right now can you hear that sound of my printer
1: <laughs> is your wife printing something? No,
0: no, I'm printing something. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. Are you really? I'm printing the, uh, the, the iPhone uh, sizes here. You're going to need some cardboard. Oh. Um, <laughs> we're so we're going to need a bigger what? What is that quote from?
1: We're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a bigger boat. Um, so uh, let me just go to a couple of things that we haven't talked about. Oh my God, uh, this phone
0: is big. Wow. It's enormous. Okay, anyway, um, sorry. Keep, so continue.
1: It comes in Apple Watch. Apple Watch Sport, Apple Watch Edition, which is the dumbest name I've ever heard. But that's like the really nice one that's like gold and stuff. Has a sapphire crystal, actual sapphire crystal display. So this thing is not going to scratch. It's going to stay nice forever. Um, it does do support communications like smart replies. And you can send things uh, using Siri. Um, uh, let me see here. It auto-updates the time to a um, to some time servers, probably Apple's time server uh and they say it's accurate to plus or minus 50 milliseconds which you're not going to notice. Um it here now here's the problems with it. Are you sitting down? I believe so. Okay. So, here's some issues. Uh first off, the price. It start they haven't told us what the top price is. They've just told us that it starts to even get in on it, it's $349. Now, I <sighs> If it was a standalone, which we'll get to this in just a second. If it was a standalone watch that worked by itself and did all of these things and was $349, I would think, yeah, maybe that that might be worth it. But it's $349. And the thing is, uh, you have to have an iPhone 5 or 5C or newer for this thing to work because it doesn't have a GPS radio. It doesn't have a headphone jack. It doesn't have a cell antenna. It doesn't have um i think it has bluetooth but only to communicate with uh either a a bluetooth headset or um or the phone you can't like plug a keyboard into this or anything um and the the way it looks like it's going to work um i've been reading some of the developer stuff is that the basically any app that works with this is going to be like an extension we were talking about extensions in the and the new iOS eight where you can uh, have share sheets and stuff like that, where you can like add stuff to your Paper and stuff like that. Well, basically these are going to be extensions that run on the watch that are embedded in the apps from the phone. So you have to have the phone to even run the apps. Um, so basically what you're doing is you're paying $350 for an accessory for your iPhone. So yeah, I mean,
0: I think, I, mean, you, I think you just hit it, the nail on the head there, is that it's yeah. all information that's coming from your iPhone and being yeah. retooled and and put in a little pretty format and, and in a lot of ways condensed in, in the idea of these pictures that yeah. why would I look at these pictures on my watch when they are the pictures that are coming from my iPhone? my exactly. My, in both cases, bigger bigger display. Then bigger, more powerful, whether it's better screen, whether it's four, seven or five, five, we're, we're both talking about bigger displays in either case. Why would I look at it on this tiny ass Sapphire? I I mean, to me,
1: the, the, the arguments about, uh, the argument for me to buy this would be, uh, can I use it without my phone? No, I can't. I have to have my phone. You can't listen to music on this without the phone. You can't, uh, There's no GPS radio, so if you want to go for a run, you can like, uh, you know, track your, uh, your, you know, heartbeat and all that stuff. But you can't track where you ran, and you can't, you know, tell how fast you were running or how far you ran because there's no GPS in it. Uh, You can't send and receive any messages unless you have your phone. So, like, if you have to have your phone with you anyway, I don't understand what this brings to the equation. Yet. I'm at a
0: loss. I'm, I'm with you. I think that's all that really needs to be said about it. I think it's yeah. just it's a first generation product. Yes, um, I think that's that's
1: the crux of the thing. I think yeah.
0: there's a, there's a lot of promise. Um, I think it's awesome to see them expand upon the technology uh, and see what different things they can do with it. Um, but I think we are a couple years away from it being a must have item. I mean, I've seen people talk about this as
1: the equivalent of the original iPhone. To me, it's not. To me, this is more the equivalent of going back to like an iPod classic where it's a device that has uses, but you can't really use it unless you have something else to help it. And once it crosses the threshold into from iPod to iPhone, where it's a standalone device, once this crosses from Apple Watch One to Apple Watch whatever when it no longer needs the phone and it's a standalone device and it does its own thing. Once it crosses that line, I can definitely see myself getting one. I can definitely see myself using it. But until that point, I just don't see a compelling reason to pay three hundred and fifty
0: dollars for it. Exactly, I'm with you. Um, So you know we'll we'll stay we'll stay tuned and put it on the back burner for a bit.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential. A lot of potential. I think it looks good. I'm sure it's going to work great.
0: And it's available in January, or they just said sometime in 2015. They said
1: early 2015. So that could be January. It could be April or May. We don't really know. Okay. But, um, you know, the other thing about it, and this is something to think about, is uh, I come home uh, from, you know, let's say, let's say I had a real job and I come home from work. And my phone hasn't been plugged all, in all day and it's at 20%. And I plug in my phone and I could still use my phone, but I plugged it in and it charges up and I'm good to go for the, you know, for the rest of the evening. And then when I go to bed, I plug it in overnight and it's fine. This is a watch it's attached to your wrist. So as much as it sounds like, Oh, first world problems to plug this thing in, it does have an induction thing where you just set it on a, on a charger, but you have to take it off your wrist to put it on there. Right. So you're you you you're going to have to remove this from your body to charge it. It's not, from what I've heard, this thing does not last 24 hours. Wow,
0: it really? It might
1: last like 16, 18, something like that. That's
0: a problem. But
1: you are going to have to charge this thing every single day.
0: Yeah, that's a real problem because like I use the, you know, right now I use that up 24, the um, kind of like a motion activity tracker kind of thing. Uh-huh. 14 days. Yeah. I have 14 yeah. 14 days until I have to the, charge
1: it. The jawbone one, yeah. the, the Fitbit, all of those, they last for weeks. Yeah. Uh and this one is I mean, I understand why it does a lot more than those, but but it also in in you know it, it's a really good device and it's a great start and it's intriguing and it's got a lot of potential. But I think right now I'm not ready to be an early
0: adopter on this. Well, and I think we can't give it um, our our blessing uh, at the earcom pod right now to purchase.
1: I mean, I can give it, you know, the half a thumb just for the potential. Thanks for the effort. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a great first device mm-hmm. in this. I mean, it's not a first device. Obviously, other people have done watches, but it's Apple's first attempt. It looks great. It seems to work great. But there are things about it that make me think it is not the time to buy this and let other people spend the money and let Apple iterate on it and and make it better and better. And then once they get it to a certain point, then we can talk about buying it. Yep, I agree. So
0: uh, do you want to quickly hit on uh, the other another the other announcement that was made known that may change. Yeah.
1: things. I got I get, I get, I get uh, two more things. Okay. Uh, one is really quick, and one is a little bit longer. So I'll do the quick one first, uh, even though it's not the
0: same. Uh, <laughs> not to, as we approach. As we approach it. ninety minutes, we have a yeah, quick, we're, we're getting close. A quick thing, um, and a quick thing, and a long thing.
1: So, quick thing is, they did announce and went ahead and went live with the new I- iCloud pr- pricing. We had talked about this before, but they went ahead and, and went with the the new iCloud pricing for storage. Um, so, five gigabytes is still free uh 20 gigabytes is now i forget what it was before but it was like 10 gigabytes was like i don't know like 20 it was it was a lot of money but now it's 20 gigabytes is 99 cents a month 200 gigabytes is 3.99 a month that's a really good deal 500 gigabytes is 9.99 a month and now you're starting to get to the point where you're like why would anybody need 500 gigabytes um but that's what it. Is. I mean, I guess if you have like lots of porn, several iPads and iPhones all using the same account. I guess, I don't know. But they have it. Five hundred gigabytes is nine ninety nine a month. One terabyte is nineteen ninety nine a month. Um,
0: you know, for you need some of that extra storage for all those YouTube albums.
1: Yes, yes, because you are getting a free YouTube album. Um, God, I mean, I guess. You know, there is
0: ridiculous.
1: It is ridiculous. There is going to be a lot more use for iCloud drive coming up with iOS eight where you can actually, um, store things in it purposefully, not just the app storing things in it and your backups. Like you can actually, you know, add things to it and organize it a bit. But, um, but that's the new pricing structure. We, we were always bumping up against the threshold of the five gigabyte and we were having to turn things off and delete things to stay under it. So I went ahead this week and I upped it to the 20 gigabyte for 99 cents a month because to me that's a no-brainer, a dollar a month to to not have to worry about storage anymore. Um so we went ahead and did that. But uh so that's the new pricing structure. The big thing we want to talk about is uh Apple Pay. Do you know about the Apple Pay?
0: Uh yes. I know some interesting things about the Apple Pay, and, and I'm uh intrigued by them.
1: Yeah, so th- I mean it's a it's a it's basically NFC with a secure enclave with your uh information in it in the device, apparently this is they've used it in Europe for several years now, and everybody uses it. Nobody pulls out a credit card anymore apparently uh or the cards have a chip in them, so you just hit, touch your credit card to the device and it reads it um It's much more secure uh there's none of this like security codes and signing for stuff I mean signing for something stupid, anybody can sign. Like, and they don't even look at the signature. So I don't understand why they think that's secure, but basically the way it's going to work is there's an NFC antenna in the top of the iPhone six and six plus. Uh, and once they roll out these readers to a bunch of different, uh, uh, merchants, and I, I think they said target, uh, whole foods and some other ones. Uh, basically when you're ready to check out, you just tap your phone on this reader and hold your thumb on the, on the, uh, Uh, Touch ID, and it reads your thumb, confirms it's you, and it pays for it, and boom, you're done, and that's it. It's pretty interesting. It's
0: pretty sweet. I was very intrigued by the idea that they don't save any of that information, and they create a unique code so that Uh, really—that's really good. It doesn't matter if something happens to your phone; you don't feel the need. It's not like you have a virtual wallet in there. It's just your right. your car. I mean, and that's, that's what was, we were missing with the technology. Whereas these other, I mean, cause this isn't, you know, this isn't rocket science. It's something they've been trying to do, not just Apple, but, but really the credit card industry. I mean, you look at credit cards are you know, science, it's 50, 60 years old and we're yeah. still operating out of it. It's so yeah, outdated. magnetic stripe. It's, it's so outdated, but they could not get that, you know, they could not, we're not able to get that leap over that technology gap of what do we do if we source someone's card in the phone? Uh, how, where's the security breach at that point? So,
1: and the good things about that point are they do have the secure enclave that stores your info, but it doesn't store. My understanding is it doesn't store the credit card number stores like a, a unique identifier number. And the other thing is, uh, even in your passbook, um, app that has your credit cards in it, the, From what I understand, if you pull up the credit cards in there, they don't show the numbers. They just show like the front of the card, like what bank it's from. And like it might have your name on it or something, but it doesn't have the number or anything to let somebody know. If somebody were to break into your phone, they wouldn't know. They wouldn't be able to like just copy down the number or anything like that. I do have a couple of uh, potential issues. Okay. So potential issue number one. Potential issue number one. They've got Target on board. They've got Whole Foods. They've got Macy's. Uh, Macy's. They've got Visa, MasterCard, American Express, all these big banks. All these people are on board. But guess who's not on board? Uh, I don't know. Walmart. Okay. Walmart has said, nope. we're going to go with our own thing. We're not going to take Apple Pay. Okay.
0: Do, so. What, do we, what's the percentage of people that will own... An iPhone six well, or six plus that that predominantly shop at those stores.
1: Yeah you you got you got a couple of different issues. You you hit the nail right on the head. How many people with six six pluses are going to go to Walmart and say, either you're going to have uh, a lot of people use them at all these other stores, and Walmart's going to go, well, we got to get on the in on that action, or Walmart's going to say we haven't seen anybody come in with a six or six plus that really wants it, so we don't care. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know how that's going to go. Hopefully they get enough critical mass with other people that, you know, Walmart either becomes an anomaly or they just fold and take it.
0: So do they pay Apple to have that device? Like, is that why Uh, they're hesitant? My
1: understanding is my understanding is that Apple gets, uh, I can actually pull it up for you because I have it in here. Uh, Apple is going to get, point one five percent from each apple pay
0: transaction so they're getting uh
1: 15 one uh uh, they're getting point one five percent so you go on with your card and you buy something that's uh you know a hundred dollars they're getting what a Uh a penny and a half or something yeah i can't do math (laughs) but um they're um you know it doesn't sound like a whole lot but my God, when they're doing when they get to the point where they're doing hundreds of thousands or millions of transactions a day, they're going to be pulling in some serious money. With well,
0: especially this. you look at big retailers like Macy's and Bloomingdale's. Yeah. OK, you may be buying clothes there, but you also may be buying furniture. Uh, yeah. You're registering for your wedding there. Yeah. Uh, so these are big. These aren't microtransactions. And I mean, then talking big about purchases,
1: you know, if you start buying like airline tickets yep. and. And and of course, Apple Pay isn't
0: just can you Apple uh, can you Apple Pay for a car? I have no idea. True car, you know. Can you lock Can you lock in your your uh, True Car with Apple Pay?
1: But here's the thing: if you go online, uh, at, like on the Target app on your phone and buy a bunch of stuff on there, you know, buy a couple hundred dollar pair of headphones and pay for it through Apple Apple Pay instead of putting in your credit card info, then that's they get that percentage too. So, I mean, it's a, you're talking about big money. And I think a part of I don't think that Walmart is like we don't we don't want to have anything to do with Apple. But I think they're thinking this is a shit ton of money that we would be not only leaving on the table, but giving to somebody else. So we we'll, we want that money for ourselves.
0: So question. So I get where if you're in the store and you want to pay with your Apple Pay card or whatever, you open your wallet and then you tap on the card you want to use. Right. And then you scan it.
1: No, you don't even have to. Well, yeah, actually, you do. You have to pick which. No, I believe you pick a default card. Make up your mind, son. Because I don't, I, I don't know exactly because it doesn't start till October. Yeah, but you but, could
0: you could select a different card if you choose. I think you that's, can that's select a I'm, different card, but you don't have to. Right. So that's what I'm saying It's like, in, in effect, you're selecting the card that you want, whether it's a default card and it automatically comes up when you open the app or you decide, you know, you max out that card, you want to do something else, whatever you can. You can. You have that choice. You scan it. You're good to go. Yes. When you go online and you click on Apple Pay with t- on the Target website, that's the example you used, or is it mm-hmm. just automatically it's going to use that default card that you have set to, or do you have to select a card at that point? Does it get kicked back to your wallet, or what happens there? Mm,
1: I suspect it probably just goes with the default.
0: Okay. And that's just like, is that, like, I don't is that like an sure. Amazon one-click?
1: I think it's similar to that in that it's much more streamlined. You're not going through like a... Like a like a checkout process. I don't. Or is it I don't ju- think, is it just but,
0: that it allows you to pre-populate information like billing, shipping, and card information?
1: I think it. I think what it does is it. it you get to like check out, and you go. Uh, it'll say, "Do you want to pay with a credit card or or Apple Pay?" And once you click Apple Pay, I think you're done in the app, and you you're in the Apple Pay mode, and it's and your transaction is over.
0: Right, because I think that. It may actually change your entire checkout process because when you're buying stuff online, nine times out of 10, you're entering before you enter in your card information. You're entering in the shipping info and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, Well, that's the other thing. It'd be nice if you didn't have to enter that stuff in. And then by clicking on the Apple Pay, that stuff populated for you.
1: That I actually do know about when you pay with Apple Pay, it it sends anything that you're getting shipped sends to the address that you have on your Apple Pay account. Okay. So you don't have to. I don't know, like, if you want it shipped somewhere else, I don't know how that would work. But I think by default, if you pay with Apple Pay, you don't have to put any of that info in. It just populates it from Apple Pay. Gotcha. So, um, so the w- the Walmart thing is is a potential issue. The, uh, but you know, if if they get critical mass with all these other stores, then it's not going to be that big a deal. And the the other thing that makes me think that that might not be too bad an issue is the fact that the three major credit card companies are behind it. And if they're behind it, man, that that's that's a big deal. So because you know they're going to be pushing, they don't want to pay for you know five different credit card readers. You know that was at, that was at huge. The store.
0: that was huge for them to get those guys on board.
1: That was massive. Like to, they, get, to get those, they three. knew they
0: had to do that before they rolled yes. this out.
1: But you know, Visa's not going to want to pay for. Uh, a visa reader for this and a visa reader for that and a visa reader for this. They're going to want to they're going to want to put in that store one reader that takes every single way you can pay with a visa. Yep. So if it's you know Walmart's payment thing or if it's Apple Pay or if it's you know whatever, they're going to want to minimize that and say this machine you can swipe your Visa, you can tap it with Apple Pay, you can do whatever you want. So that might be a very good thing. The other the other potential issue is. How many of these, I mean, we talked about how many people are going to have sixes and six pluses uh, to, you know, to want to use this. The other issue is how many of these readers are going to go out into these stores as quickly as possible? Because the one fear I have is, okay, in October, now you can use Apple Pay. But what if nobody around you has it and you never get a chance to use it and you forget about it and it just fades away and dies?
0: Hmm. These are, these are good questions. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, they, the, the, the problem for Apple is, is not really going to be getting, it's having, uh, it's
0: having the infrastructure in place when the phones get in your hand.
1: Exactly. And I mean, they've said it's not going to go live till October. So they've got some time and, and they do have the credit card companies behind them. So that might, that will certainly help. But you know, like if I go into random store X, and it's not in there and i'm like oh well okay i'll get my wallet out and then i go into the next random store and it's not in there like, oh shit okay fine and eventually you're just going to be like you know nobody has this thing so why do i care so
0: we'll see we will we will definitely keep you updated oh well i have no doubt about that um well that was uh a lot of apple
1: that was a shit ton
0: of apple whoo wow it, it was uh it was well done, though. Well done by you. I, mean, I was I'm exhausted. again. Again, I was just. Uh, I'm just the talent. So. Yeah, that's right. Um, you are talented. I just. Uh, I just bounce off of you, man. You're rubber, I'm glue, or I'm rubber, you're glue. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I need a drink. Uh, well, we're about to wrap this up, so you can go do that.
1: Okay. Uh, uh, can
0: I give you? Can I give you a pick real quick? Yeah, you can give me a pick. I have a pick as well. Okay. You go. want to go first? No, you go ahead, bud.
1: Okay, I got a. I got an awesome one. Okay. Ooh, really? So, well, let me go. Yeah. Th- well,
0: let me go first then. yeah. Because mine's 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 good. It's not awesome. Whatever. I don't. Well, I'd like you to. I'd like the show to end with an awesome pick. Oh, okay. Because everything is awesome.
1: Everything is awesome. Uh, I listened to that in in the car with my daughter.
0: So my pick is an app. Okay. It's called and forgive me because it is under the auspice of Yahoo and the purple icon. Oh. But it's actually a pretty decent app. It's called, I wish they
1: would hire somebody to I fix know. their freaking icons. I know.
0: Uh, it's their ca- apps are so good. I know. And their I icons know. are so crap. It's called the Yahoo News News Digest. Oh, I don't know this. Have you heard of this? I do not. Um, I do not know it this. It is a really interesting. And I know you use RSS for a lot of your stuff uh, in terms of your, the housing of your internet uh, experience. But it's, this is a really cool, almost like a digital newspaper. Okay. Um it will send you two editions, a morning edition and an evening edition, at, okay. at whatever time of day you want. Uh and when that edition comes through, it's going to send you any from anywhere from seven to ten stories in a really cool visual interface about what's going on. So like right now, my evening edition for Friday, September twelfth, uh there's a there are actually this one has ten. This one has ten stories. Um under the categories of technology, there's one. Sports has one. World business, uh, another world story. Sports business, uh, good odd news, um, and entertainment, and then mm-hmm. uh, you can click on one. So we'll click on uh, on business. Olive Garden may have a breadstick problem, and you click on that, and it actually shows you Do they? gives you the article. A really cool, a really cool uh, user interface with pictures and videos. Compiled from the web, graphs, all this stuff about that story. And then you can click on other things and get more information, or you can just click on that uh, content and and get more just within that category of business or world or whatever. You can also, there's an extra section if you want more news than that. You can swipe over and learn about anything else you want. But Mm -hmm. just in terms of a really quick snapshot, you know, sometimes I don't watch the news really, and a lot of the news that I get, admittedly, comes from Twitter, which I don't know if is the best course of it. So <laughs> most, I can't, I can't say anything because most of mine does. Yeah. That. So I mean, but just in terms of you know something that comes to me twice a day, if I've got a couple minutes, I can pop it in and look and see what's going on and, and see what's going on in the world in, in that twelve hour uh, time frame. Uh, mm-hmm. If I want more information, there's ways for me to link. But like for example, one of the sports stories. Uh, from this morning's edition was about the Giancarlo Giancarlo Stanton injury, mm. and so it had pictures and it had a vi- had the video if you wanted to watch that. But everything's brought, no, thanks, right? But I mean, my my point is everything's brought to you, uh, right. not just the article, but in the age that we live in with social media and digital media, internets and video and pictures, all that's kind of contained within it, and it's very pretty, much much cool. much like the Yahoo Weather app, which is very pretty too. Um, I, I like it. It's free and I like free. Yep. And if you can get past the ugly icon, maybe create an ugly icon folder. Um, that's a good idea. Uh, but I, I enjoy the app. I highly recommend trying it and seeing, I, I like the, the morning and evening edition aspect to it. You know, it's kind of like personalized for you. So yeah. you can get that, whatever you want and you can get and the notification will come through, um, or however you want to do it. And, uh, it's pretty cool. Cool, man. So that sounds neat. Yeah, so uh, it's it's cool. It's free. It's nice. Something different, and uh, I, I'm sure you can get it on your on your iPhone too. Um, I just it looks so gorgeous on the Retina iPad that I, uh, you know, that I've only looked at it on there, but, um, but I'm sure it's available for the iPhone as well. Uh, cool. Uh, pick to you, my friend. All right,
1: I got a pick for you. All right, you got an awesome pick. I got an awesome pick. I think it's awesome. All
0: right, go.
1: So I'm going to tell you a story first. Oh gosh. Okay. I wanted on my phone as my ringtone the theme to Bojack Horseman.
0: Wow. Yes.
1: Wow. I did. I don't like and guys. um that is not available in the uh iTunes ringtone was, store.
0: Was was the theme to the leftovers already taken? Uh yes. Aaron Aaron, uh, Aaron took that, so you couldn't have yeah, the same one. She ring- took that couldn't so couldn't I couldn't have, have the same, same one.
1: Okay. So uh I wanted the theme to Bojack Horseman. And uh, I didn't have a good way to do it. So I went on, on the YouTubes. Have you heard of the YouTubes?
0: Uh, yes, once or twice.
1: Yeah. They have uh, a video of the theme, the opening theme. And so I used a little program called Audio Hijack Pro, which you've heard of, mm-hmm. to rip that uh, off of the website uh, completely legally. <laughs> uh, and so I ended up with spare this. Spare node uh, legality. Spare node legality. So I ended up with an MP3 of this the song and like i'm like oh shit how do i get it on my phone because i don't know how to do that you import it into itunes it just goes in as a song right like, damn and it, there used to be a way to like mark it as a ringtone but it just it i don't know it didn't work so I'm like shit what do i do so um i found a program by the makers of audio hijack pro believe it or not yeah uh it's called make iphone ringtone okay <laughs> pretty, and you know what pretty
0: self-explanatory yeah the, like the, sub, you know, know the subtitle they, is uh, it, they know what they are. They
1: know what they are. The subtitle under make iPhone ringtone, which is all one word. Uh, the subtitle is it makes iPhone ringtones. So the way this works is if you have you have to have an AAC file. So like uh it can be a song that you downloaded from iTunes. Those come across an AAC or you can if you're, you are have an MP3 in iTunes you can right click on it and say make AAC version and it'll it'll re-code it for you as AAC or if you have something like Fission or uh, one of those other programs that'll change audio formats you, you have to have an AAC format which is, which is, I think it's like MP4 or something like that but if you have it in that format you get the amazingly easy to use super simple and very free make iPhone ringtone you drag and drop it into there and not only does it Encode uh, it the right way for you. It puts it in your iTunes library as a ringtone, ready for you to put on your phone. The only problem is you have to have an AAC, and it had the clip has to be forty seconds or less. So you gotta cut it down. But it works really well, and it's free. Boom!
0: You said you said the magic word.
1: I met, said the magic word for you.
0: Now, if you have,
1: you know, if you need to cut it down. Or, um, uh, you know, convert it or anything like that. You can get the awesome fission program from also from Rogue Amoeba and that'll let you do all of that stuff you need to do now that you have to pay for, but it's a good program. So, all right, So there you go. I like make it. iPhone ringtones.
0: We've, we've made two picks and not, uh, and not, uh, lightened your Apple wallet. We haven't cost you a single th-
1: single dollar, yeah.
0: Except except the time it took to listen to this podcast, which was substantial. <laughs> it, let's be honest. Uh, this was a long one. It was it was needed though. Um, it was needed. This was cathartic. I, I enjoy our time together. Yes, I, I do too. And I think you've helped me come to some better decisions, uh, about what I want to do with my uh, first world problem of an iPhone.
1: So you're not going to buy a watch.
0: I am definitely not going to buy a watch. I enjoy the watches I have, and I enjoy the the fact that I will have an iPhone six. I think that here, and here's my other argument is that if you were a person who are is off cycle Mm -hmm. uh, maybe still is locked into an iphone 5s maybe maybe it makes sense for that person to get apple watch to get something new and shiny um, something different since they can't get the latest technology and the fastest thinnest sleekest you know iphone to maybe get that but as someone who uh got themselves on the right cycle Uh, I do not feel the need because my iPhone six or six plus will do the job nicely. Yeah. So,
1: Oh, I wanted to say one more thing before we, before we sign off,
0: please. Uh, with plenty, plenty of time,
1: plenty of time. We've got all the time in the world with this keynote, uh, this week, uh, Apple killed off the iPod classic that is no longer for sale. So that's the end of an era. It started in 2001, I think. The original iPod? Something around there, yeah. I think that's right. You can no longer get an iPod Classic. You have to get it either wasn't an really, iPod Touch I, or iPod Nano.
0: I feel like even though it launched in 2001, like it didn't really catch on for a few years because I don't remember it being a big topic no. of conversation in college.
1: You're exactly right. I saw a chart today that said it took like three or four years yeah. for it to like reach that's a point where it was popular. Yeah, yeah
0: that's about right. I I, yeah. I I, mean, even through grad school, like I didn't even own an iPod. I think my first iPod was two. I want to say 2005 was after I uh, summer after I graduated from grad school. Yeah, so mine
1: was maybe a little bit before that, but not by much. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. no, you're right. Um, um, so cool. th- so the iPod Classic is dead. The other thing is they the you can no longer buy the the 4s you used to be able to buy the 4s and because you can't buy the 4s anymore and you can't buy the iPod classic anymore and because the iPod nano is now uh lightning connected instead of 30 pin, there's no more 30 pin devices anymore everything is lightning so there you go you can throw out all your 30 pin cables throw them away unless you need them then don't throw them away.
0: Well there you go words <laughs> to live by it's to look there's live. your that's your code right that's your uh that's my credo there you go your credo
1: it's my motto <laughs> it's my other thing that i can't think credo of
0: he's the guy who shot first right
1: uh yes yes he is <laughs>
0: no oh
1: that was on shot first
0: well he was credo right that was his name what was his name credo his, credo okay credo, credo with yeah. a g not credo with a c
1: Right, exactly okay. He had a credo <laughs> And it Greedo was Greedo
0: had, yeah, had, had a credo It was Had a credo What was had credo's a, credo?
1: Credo's credo was uh, uh, Jabba's heard that before
0: Shoot first, uh, ask questions later? He didn't shoot first Oh, okay uh, Better to ask for forgiveness than shoot first? No uh, Yes, that was it <laughs> <laughs> And that's our show uh, it was a lively one. It was full of lots of back and forth banter and jovial conversation. Don't you? Yes, it was. Don't you agree? I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, we'll have another one soon. In the meantime, let us know. Tweet at us uh, like you always do. Because I know if, I
1: still need suggestions if, for uh, if we for don't my drunk history. If
0: we don't respond right away, apologies. Um, you know, it just takes a while sometimes to get through the timeline of, of all the tweets and and at mentions. But we will get to your tweet. We promise. Unless you're Kyle. Um, <laughs> unless you're an enemy of the show. But uh, tweeted us uh, drunk history suggestions, tweeted us uh, what you're deciding between iPhone 6, 6 Plus, why. And we'll be back uh, in the foreseeable future with another episode for your ear holes. Yes, we will. Until then, hope everyone has an A1 day. <laughs>